0: welcome to the pints and polishing podcast the most influential and listened to podcast in auto detailing welcome to the community hi welcome
1: to the pints and polishing podcast my name is marshall and you know we're talking about doing a new intro and it caught me right off guard uh we we were talking about being the guide and I uh, we're going to change the intro because we're kind of taking a little journey. And so I paused in my intro to go, you know what, the best way to just reach out to us, the best way to go in to talk to us is to go to the HyperClean Specialist Group. That's the best way. Guides many times have to push people in a direction that is really best for their Their needs, right? I mean, if you've got a question about how to use something, you've got a question about how to do something, really actually the best way is to to see people like Dustin and Lucas right there on the page each day interacting with you. So, the cool part about what's happened here at podcast, inside of community, inside of everything, this journey over into so many other people being a part that, you know what? The guide becomes everybody else, right? We're a community. So I'm really thankful for that, guys. Like, you know how when you each week just get excited and ready for the podcast? Like, I, the community pub to me is one of my most favorite nights. Uh, Tuesday night, no lie, it's become uh, me and my, my stepson has become our, uh, well, Fortnite night. We get to play Fortnite, and we just have a blast hanging out, goofing off but the community pub night has really become one of my favorite nights of all, right? Like over the past years and years when doing the podcast, getting to these moments become super fun. So I just want to say thank you so much and send everybody over to the specialist page. Uh, Dustin, you interact there on a regular basis, man. It's a different page than a lot of others because, well, it's pretty focused. It's focused on growth. It's focused on having fun. It's focused on, a lot of people have changed their business and changed a lot of things out of it. It's pretty cool. Right. I mean, what's your take on the Hyperclean specialist group?
2: Oh man. I, I love it. Cause you've got people of all calibers in there, right? You've got guys like you and Nick, uh, Nick that touches all kinds of special cars, high end, you know, whatever. Um, th- then you've got, you know, just your regular detailers. Um, and that that's my favorite part about it, because if I want to post something that's so hackish, like, hey, I just coded this roached out truck and you know this, that, and the other, didn't do any paint correction. I know I'm not going to get any backlash there versus if I posted it in some other stupid group, guys are going to freak out like they did with Permani charging $4,000 on a vehicle he didn't even paint correct. <laughs> because I just feel like we have a, oh man, we, we've just got an amazing group there. Uh, people from, all stages of their walk and their detailing journey journey. And uh, we can learn from each other, the highs, the lows, the good, the bad, the ugly, how products work, um, even down to how to attract customers. Right. And that, those are my favorite things about that group. I think it's second to none when it comes to any other car care group on social media.
1: Oh man. I like that. All right. What are you guys drinking tonight? I am, uh, I'm diving into the Franz and Schoenner. Weiss beer is one of my very first German-style beers, uh, Hefeweizen. I remember uh, getting – I was playing basketball quite a bit at the time when I first tried this, and every week I'd go play basketball with a group of guys, hang out, and then one of the guys, you know, we just went and grabbed a beer, right? Like, this is what he had. So I was like, sure, I'll try it. I love the – it. that's what drew me to Hefeweizen, which is my all-time favorite style of beer and it's people taste a little bit different if you guys have ever had one some people taste cloves some people taste banana some people taste bubble gum on that aftertaste which a general german Heffenweisen, it should kind of give you one of those flavors uh is my like i said it's one of my favorite and this is my favorite uh so franz and scanner beer and it's got an old monk on it
2: nice lucas so what about I, you man yeah I, let I'm, me guess let me guess <laughs> Buddle Go ahead. ahead. It's a Yingling.
0: No, it's a Heineken.
2: Ah. Oh, it's close. Hm. Yingling has a green bottle too. Little
1: Heine, huh?
0: Yeah, been sipping on it. It's good for hot days.
1: It's good for hot days. You having hot days up there already?
0: Yeah, today we had we broke ninety one today.
1: Ooh. So uh, similar to to here. Uh, you know, we were cold and rainy all the way until. Monday and monday like the flip switch it was humid really yeah. really humid and and high 80s and whew, yeah
0: yeah we we had a frost advisory or we had a frost probably seven days ago and now it's 91 and humid as balls out yeah
1: isn't that crazy
0: like mm-hmm. literally
1: within a couple days and the, everything's changed for multiple people in the country Mm-hmm. it's one of those things that detailers always say oh weather in my place listen weather in everybody's place is always <laughs> fucking crazy dustin what about you man what are you sipping on
2: uh let's see we have a saranac blueberry blonde i've had these in the fridge for a couple of weeks now and they're growing on me they're getting there
1: a blueberry
2: blonde yeah uh I- i'm that not crazy fun. about it eh, it's all yeah yeah sounds fun but I'm not crazy about it. It's uh, uh, doesn't even say where it's from, but nonetheless, it's, it's average. Nothing crazy.
1: Yeah. All right. So I wanted to play a little fun game. At least I thought it would be fun. You guys might hate it. And uh, it's called, would you rather, right? All right. So would you rather if you had to clean one thing on a car for every car, the rest of the month, would you rather clean wheels or windows? Wheels, you could get done faster, but usually people don't like wheels. You, know, you get down and scrub, might be gross. Windows might be a lot easier, but geez, you're fighting streaks all the time. You got to have really pristine style to it. Dustin, what about you, man? Wheels or windows?
2: Uh, I'm going with the windows. I, I hate cleaning wheels, to be honest with you. Not a fan, unless I can hit them with some acid. And move on, dude. I hate I hate scrubbing wheels, getting out the wheel wooly and getting into barrels and all that stuff. Oh God, I hate it. Give me You're good windows. with fighting
1: the streaks on the windows, huh? What's your system? How do you do windows?
2: Uh, let's see, typically two clean microfiber towels, and some alcohol based Yeah, one for your uh, one for your wipe, and then one for your dry. Um, however a Oh, this company called UniFirst, I don't know if you guys have them in your areas, but uh, they dropped off some window towels, and they are incredible for nasty windows. Makes it clean in a breeze.
1: What's special about them, low pile, or is it the uh, kind of waffle weave style?
2: Uh, it's not quite waffle weave. I would, Yeah, I, I would say really, really low pile. There's just nothing to it. It's like taking a piece of silk. And just rubbing it across the window and it works. Oh, those
1: silky. Okay. Okay. That is interesting because I cannot stand the silky uh, window towels. Hated them. I can't stand them. You like them?
2: Yeah. uh, They're great for that initial wipe. And then when you go by with your microfiber towel to dry it, it works excellent.
1: Okay. I I never thought of that. I don't, I'm not a two towel guy on windows. I'm a flipper or, you know, I'm a flip my towel as I go but I've never, I I say that, you know, there was a a moment that I did do two towels uh, and that was when the the waffle weaves had started coming out and there was, I didn't like the way it finished on some of those that weren't a a full weave. Do you remember some that had like, it's almost like little squares to them or something. And sometimes when you would rub and and wipe down the window, if it, if you didn't get everything off, you could see these little squares that would leave on side the imprints of the windows. Do you guys ever experience that?
2: I don't think I remember those. The only thing I remember was those waffle weave towels, and I could never get comfortable with them. I just wasn't a huge fan. I would just rather grab two microfiber towels and clean the window with that.
1: But but low pile or what about those ones that have the low on one side and a little bit of fluffier on the other? Do you ever use that fluffy side and switch over to the low or always low pile?
2: Those are like the Costco Sam's Club towels, right?
1: Yeah similar yeah i
2: use those those are great if they're brand new towels uh to clean windows but i found once you use them on interiors and stuff like that they're just
0: gone
1: well all right lucas what about you man you doing windows you doing wheels
0: i'm doing probably wheels i i hate cleaning windshields and back glass windows all day but the windshields and back glass is just i hate it
1: honda civics uh
0: Oh, shit.
2: See, we don't see any cars. Like, it is so (laughs) rare. I I, I don't think you guys understand how rare it is to see anything other than a mid-sized SUV or a pickup truck come into my shop. Like, if somebody brings me a Toyota Corolla, buddy, I am in heaven. I'm like, heck yeah, this is going to be quick, easy, in and out. It's done. It's rare that we see cars
1: uh lucas the reason (laughs) and it's funny i've always said if you got a very large chemical salesman you know he's never detailed a car because no large person can get back and clean that back glass (laughs) there's headrest moving your arms around stretching over and getting all the way down and then getting i mean those back corner areas are incredibly difficult
0: because you you can get your fingers and i got pretty skinny little baby girl fingers and i can only get in there so far And then you get on the outside of the car and you can see the solid inch and a half of schmutz you couldn't get off the window because your fingers are too fat. And even if you slide the towel in there, there's just no physical way to get anything in there. And it bugs me
1: Well, those smoker windows, right? Where it's got that film on it or, you know, it's not just smoker window windshields that are tough. There's it's actually I'm sure it is where you guys are, too. The heat that, that happens here there's something that releases off of dashes and i've heard some different things whether it's you know part of the actual you know clear code type whatever they put on the dash when they're manufacturing it and i've heard that it's it's gases releasing but it's not just smoker windows that get that film right yep. some people have said it's ozone stuff right you hear different things but if somebody hasn't cleaned that front windshield you're absolutely right you start trying to you can get that main part clean but then you get into those areas and if you don't get it clean you got that smeary smudgy horrible part where everything else is clean
0: yeah we. You, i've been seeing ever, a lot of vapors windows lately too like a film kind of like smoke but it's not it acts a little differently it's not it doesn't have an odor like smoke and it's not orange, but it's still kind of a pain in the ass if someone's sitting there chucking clouds in their car with the windows up.
1: Do you do uh, do you ever use the scrubbies? Have you ever gotten into scrubbies and stuff and scrub sort of the way a tenner might do? It's interesting. This is what's funny. Nick and I were joking earlier. Tenners do so good at cleaning the windows before they tent. Mm-hmm. After they tent, they don't give a fuck. No, don't give a (laughs) flying fuck. It streaks all over the place. They don't care. They're out, right? Like, yeah. But you know, sometimes on those nasty windshields that somebody's done on, do you ever use the little scrubbies or some way of scrubbing through it?
0: uh there's not too many circumstances where I do that. Sometimes if it's really bad, smoker's car, which I don't honestly see a whole lot of cars like that anymore since I've jacked up my prices for interiors. But the rare occasion I do, I'll, I'll. i use a little bit of steam instead of um, an abrasive or something like that. It's just easier to heat it up and wipe it off. And that usually takes a decent bulk of it off.
1: It, has anybody ever used, I mean, that was that, and it makes sense, right? In the commercials, that completely makes sense. But that little like arm thing that people <laughs> will hold that has a, some type of little microfiber at the bottom. And you can go down and move into the windshield and stuff. Has anybody ever used that, Brandon? Have you? I mean, you're shaking and laughing, right? So you've seen it. Have you used it, right?
3: I had a helper that came and he, he he's like, "I got to get my tool," and he, he busted that out and used it. He's like, "It's streak free every time." And then after, I'm like, "Bro, the glass is streaky as hell." Here, this is how you do it. Let's use a rag. But he, but he had that tool. He was. <laughs> He wouldn't touch a window without it.
1: I think they sold a shit ton of them. I I swear they do. Because you're absolutely right, Lucas. That's one of the worst parts is is that part of the windshield or that back part of glass in a smaller hatchback, smaller car. It's just incredibly difficult to get. Not every part of those headrests always you can remove. But if you can find that back hatch that you can remove the headrest, your arm's fine. You know, It's a lot easier to get in there, but – not every one of those little cars, Dustin, I know you don't understand what we're saying. It's Chinese to you. I get it. But, you know, to everybody else that cleans regular cars and not just giant SUVs all the time, I'm telling you, man, you, you, you'll rethink maybe your, the, the, your answer. Brandon, this is what we're playing. We're playing Would You Rather. And right now the question is, would you rather clean wheels all month long? That's all you can do is wheels or windows.
3: I love it. I actually had you guys on live on Facebook while I was trying to get the kids to bed and I was telling Nicole I'm like, "Oh, I got to get on for this. This seems so fun." <laughs> um, but I would definitely take wheels over windows any day. Ah. Any day my day guy. Day. Um, yeah. I my one thing, I mean, I'm big on having a clear window because I think no matter how clean the car is, if you miss a streak, the customer drives away and sees it, it ruins the whole oh, thing. But I am really big on a clean wheel, barrel, wheel well, everything. That's one thing I'm a stickler on.
0: So I got a fun story. When uh, we were down at Mobile Tech and my I had my little Chevy Cruze rental car. And of course, they got the their Avis, you know, or budget detailers that work for the rental company or whatever. And I got in there at, in the middle of the night and I was driving. I'm like, man, this windshield is Like, I thought my astigmatisms were worse, but then I looked in the windshield and like, holy balls. They tried to wipe this thing with motor oil. So I had to stop at Walmart on the way to my hotel and grab some glass cleaner and towels so I could clean up the windshield.
1: There's nothing worse than driving with a dirty windshield. You're absolutely right. I mean, it's terrible.
0: Mm -hmm.
3: Can I ask a quick question? Where do you guys clean the windshield? Where Where do you clean in front of the driver's steering wheel? Do you clean it from the passenger seat or the driver's seat? Drivers.
1: I clean each oh, side really? off of each. Like if I'm going to clean the, the, the passenger window, I'm going to be in the passenger seat. If I'm going to clean the, the driver's side of it. I'm going to clean the driver's. I'm going to sit in the driver's seat and I'm going to go in that middle of the window. I'm going to first do my sprays. And here's where most people have a lot of problems with cleaning glass is they put too much glass cleaner and it's usually too straight of a line. Or they'll do tight squeezes right in front of the glass and it leaves like just a small little spot that runs. You really got to stretch that glass cleaner around. And then I'll do sort of like I do coatings and I'll kind of go around and draw a box and I'll go right down that middle of the windshield and draw my box. And then I'll start trying to clean it and and hash it. And then I'll flip my towel and do it that way. And then when I get over to the, the, I'll do that. I'll start at my, my driver's windshield and then i'll work my way around the car the last wind last part i do is the passenger uh windshield and it'll be the inside first and i'll do the outside that way i can look in and see if i've missed anything
3: do you feel like you're fighting the steering wheel when you're sitting right in front of
1: absolutely
3: but it sure beats that back glass any day <laughs> fuck that shit man um- i'd
1: rather fight a windshield than those back headrests
3: any day Well, one thing that changed, I forgot it was on a video I was watching once and it just changed my life. I do it from the passenger side and I reach over like this and clean it. And it has made life so much easier than trying to fight around the steering wheel. Yeah. So I do the whole front glass from the passenger seat.
1: Okay, cool. Then do you sit in the driver's seat to make sure everything was kosher?
3: Yeah. I usually use a light on the glass to make sure there's no streaks. Um, but yeah, it just, you're not fighting the steering wheel. You could just reach over like this and reach all the way around without hitting your arm on the steering wheel. And you have a good back. No, I
1: don't. Oh, you don't. (laughs) No, no. You
2: know, it's interesting that we landed on this topic for tonight. I had a, I I had this lady call me today. I've never dealt with this person in my life. She clicked on my ad on Google, my phone rings, answer it. And she said, hey, my husband is fighting streaks on our front windshield. He's out there trying to clean it. He's tried all these different things, glass cleaner, you name it. And So I said, well, what are you using to clean it? She told me it's like some foam glass cleaner. And I said, what do you have? Paper towels, microfiber towels. And she told me, I said, look, get you two clean microfiber towels. Do you have some rubbing alcohol? And she's like, yeah, I've got some rubbing alcohol. (laughs) <laughs> so I said 25% 75% water. That should do it. If not, call me back. <laughs> so it cost me money to give this lady some advice, but who knows? Maybe I'll earn them as a customer one day. So I got a kick out of that. Alcohol works great. Yeah, have you ever had a smoked in vehicle and used the old wet chamois trick to get the nope. smoke
3: off? No, that sounds great, though. I do because I like uh, the Cookie Monster towels soaked in waterless wash. I'll do that sometimes. Yeah, And then with a drying towel, I'll hit it oh, after.
1: I'm with you, which is very similar, Dustin, what you're talking about. Yeah, Brandon, absolutely. That's a, that's a great way of doing it.
3: Learned that at the
2: dealership back in the day. Nice. Anybody
1: use newspaper before?
2: No, I haven't. I, have I, I had have a it. customer...
1: So, so how I learned to do windows was I had this, listen, he, he, he was my very first maintenance customer and I'd clean somebody else's car and they told me, Hey, there's a guy, he, he likes to get his cars done every week. Is that something you'd like to do? I go, great. Went out, cleaned it one time. I got the approval. Listen, he was nonstop Friday mornings, every Friday morning, seven o'clock, right? Like great. Sometimes, though, he wouldn't be at his house and he would say, I need you to come to the office. Well, that's wide open. His office, the property it's called sitting properties. There was no trees. So you're a mobile detailer and it's still early. So usually it's not hot, but I'm straight out in the middle of the, the weather. And if I got there just a little bit later than normal and the weather, I mean, it started Like what we're experiencing, you know, if it starts getting up in that 80s and the sun's out, the humidity's high, like class can be tough. He was so picky that he started bringing me newspaper and he told me, he's like, you will clean my car with newspaper. And I go, yes, sir. (laughs) Like, no problem. I will clean your car with newspaper. (laughs) And it did good, except. If you get a little too wet, that ink will actually – he, he was always in a black Mercedes, and it had that tan – was it fabric or something that went up that side? And if you got your newspaper just a little too wet, that ink would actually transfer over onto that section. Then you got to figure, oh, God, that was miserable trying to get that out whenever I did that. Because you Jake. wouldn't always see it. Sometimes you'd see it the next week, and it already dried. Fortunately, he didn't see it so he couldn't complain and ooh, trying to get the ink out of that mm-hmm. that was good times.
3: Magic though I've never heard of anyone explain why it's streak free but it works my grandma had me help her clean her windows all the time with that stuff newspaper? Yeah and it works yeah. wonders I don't yeah, understand it,
1: it All right, Joe Klein I know you're taking a little break from working thanks so much if you had to do This or that for the entire month on vehicles. Would you rather clean wheels or windows? And that's all you're doing. You're cleaning every wheel or cleaning every window. What are you doing?
4: Question. Can y'all hear me clearly? We can, man. That sounds great. (laughs) All right. Good stuff. I use a high pressure hose. All right. So question. Do I have to do the same wheels over and over a weekly customer? Am I doing 30 vehicles, one vehicle a day for the whole month?
1: Uh, every car that comes in your shop, you're doing wheels or windows. So, whether that's one or 30, I'm not sure.
4: Okay. I'm going to assume it's one because, see, I would rather do wheels because I'm going to do the four to one acid if I have to, depending on the brake dust. And I will pressure, spray, spray acid on there, pressure wash the wheel well, pressure wash with the acid, which is four to one, right? Roll that car forward to get the other side and do the same thing. Dry the tires, keep it moving. That takes me literally two to three minutes if that all four tires. So I'd rather do that. All right. <laughs> all right, cooking with dick. I...
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. That's what Dustin said. If he could use acid too. Listen, acid's amazing. It, it is. Uh, it. I... I <laughs> Hydrofluoric acid, especially back in the day, it, you you can't, I mean, people, you, you say the word acid in 2022, 2021, 2020, probably in the, even in the, the teens, they freak out. And rightfully so, because we damaged a lot of shit, but you don't understand what hydrofluoric acid can clean. Like the HF was just incredible. And there was even an acid before that which had to go off the market before HF, that literally you strip everything. You'd, you're absolutely right, Joe. You could strip everything immediately. Easiest thing to use. However, if it just, and as wheels changed, as things changed, chemicals have to change, have to. I I, I think what we have, and this, I get it, it, I'm pretty biased, I understand. But HyperClean Fuego, I think is almost just the same as what we used to do with HF acids. Uh, Most wheels, I can spray it, let it sit, and I don't have to do much agitation. So 100%, I still understand. The good old shit, hydrofluoric acid, is still one of the best wheel cleaners, but you can also mess some things up. And we we definitely, back in the day, mess things up. I stopped using, and the worst acid story for me was, which I've shared, the car wash that i owned we we sent a brand new a brand new ferrari through and literally it was brand new the guy just got it from oklahoma city which was about two you know an hour and a half away and we usually sprayed acid on every wheel that bought the the top packages and never even thought that the guy sitting there you know he was a brand new you know he wasn't even that brand new but he i guess he was just brand new to the idea that if the wheels aren't dirty don't spray acid and it's a Ferrari we shouldn't spray wheel acid on it. That was a very expensive. I think they were I think they were somewhere around $4,000 each. So that was that was a bad that was a very tough lesson to learn. Um <laughs> you know, it is what it is. All right Nick, what about you man? Uh first tell us what's uh, cooking with Nick looking like tonight.
5: Man, I'm in a pinch, so I'm doing an old classic that I don't think I've actually done on here before tequila lime shrimp. Okay. So, at least it's not in my cooking with Nick folder, so I'm gonna do it so it's in there. Um, but man, I'm doing windows, like, I'm not gonna sit there on my knees and, and scrub the hell out of wheels. Like, sure, you can go get some wheel brightener or some acid. Where's Derek? And, and Hold on, where's off, Derek with like,
1: his knee pads? Where's Derek with his knee pads? Come on,
5: dog. All right. Then, ain't worth it so, so you're not sitting scrubbing on your knees? No. I like I like really intricate wheels like BBS wheels. Lucas, you probably know what those are. Um, right. um, I like intricate wheels. All right, hold on. Hold on, Nick. Wheels are just a pain in the ass to me, dude. I don't like sitting there like what kind of wheels? BBS. All right. Break that down for us. I don't know what it stands for, but it's it's a German wheel manufacturer that a lot of the oems use um for high-end wheels uh and they have a reputation for being very intricate and like a whole lot of spokes um some old bmws um like e30s e34s yeah whatever those um that are really intricate those are like bbs oes um but for me like Nah, dude, I'm, I'm not going to sit there and, and scrub wheels all day. I'm not going to have to, for me, when I, when I clean wheels, I'm not thinking, oh, you're just spraying off and cleaning the faces. I'm thinking, oh, you got to get in the barrels. You got to get everything and you got to get that good shine. I'm, I'm talking about being thorough. And personally, I find it easier to be thorough with a window than with a wheel. And the wheel, I got to hunch down and like do all that to get it how I like it. But a window, I've got my process down. I like it. It's easy
1: absolutely right those spoke i mean does anybody clean those spoke rims those old school oh gosh literally each little wire you had oh
3: that's
1: terrible it's
3: terrible uh-huh. oh, so all right polish nick oh marty oh god when you gotta polish those things exactly i'm not doing
5: that shit no so nick no. what's
1: your you said you got a system for your windows what's your system yep. Mar-
5: okay so we use mcguire's glass layer at work at tesla um and what I'll do is I'll take two microfiber towels. Ideally, one that's a thick weave and one that's a really thin weave, like a blue waffle towel that, that doesn't leave lint, but in a nutshell, one really thick towel and you soak it in glass cleaner. Like, or you can do you can use water, but whole glass cleaner, if it's really tough, mm, wonderful. Soak it in it all the way, like it's running through, like dripping, and wring it out about 95% of the way. And you scrub your window with that like you're trying to clay it. You scrub it with that, and then just dry it with that that uh thin like blue waffle towel, and it's like good, no problem. And any tough spots, I'll actually use a hit like a little, say you know I got like a maybe a one inch spot that's real tough. I can hit that with a little polish real quick, like on, on a rag or something, and wipe that off, and I'm good. But that wet thick towel, scrub it like it's clay, and then dry it with that blue towel or the towel that doesn't lint, you good man But you want that window to look soaking wet like you just washed it you can get every inch of that soak it down and dry it with that blue towel that's what i do for x windshields you know they're huge it actually makes it pretty quick you don't have to worry about product streaking because it's all caught up in that and if you just dry it you don't have to worry about it
1: similar i think brandon to what you were saying doing eco one drenched in in a towel now, definitely, if you're going to do that, you have to use some just some type of filtered water, you know, yeah. something that's not doesn't have all the minerals and everything from the tap water.
5: Yeah, it, it's like, for instance, washing a window, basically. But you want to use something that's going to streak, you know, very little. Um, like I said, we use McGuire's glass cleaner. Ours is diluted 10 to 1. So it's real light. Or you can just use straight water with a little alcohol sprayed on the window. Works just as well.
1: All yeah. right, uh, that's cool. All right, let's go to the next one. Are you ready? I think this is fun. All right. If anybody hasn't gone to the Hyperclean specialist group and seen Nick's post where he had this nasty, oh. nasty car that was covered in bugs. Now we've had, and especially people in Florida know what it's like to run through a section of love bugs. Um, if you if you ever get through a swarm of bugs you you know what it's like and if you haven't been through a swarm of bugs then congratulations but he had to you know they had to get it out of the radiator i think they even had to change a lot of stuff out like the car reeked of smelling of the dead bugs like this customer had went through this incredible i mean just go to the hyperclean specialist group and look for the cadillac It is disgusting. Would you rather clean those bugs off? Or has anybody experienced when somebody went through a whole bunch of road tar and you got that whole side of the car that's splattered up with road tar? Now it'll come off, right? You can use some solvents. You can do but then there's some of those sections you got to start really kind of scrubbing at and, ah, shit, maybe there's a little bit of road paint on there too. Fucking road paint, I got to do th- Like, So would you rather have a customer that went through a swarm of bugs or go through some road tar and road paint? Lucas, what about you, man?
0: Oof. Oh, that's a tough one. Does does the car that I'm cleaning have to be as bad as the one Nick had to? Yes. Then I'm going with road tar.
1: Now, I'm talking road tar like it's slapped up all over the side, not like, not just a not just they accidentally kind of went over or something, right? Like they it's got a, it's it's in the tires to where it like I still hung feel like it's
0: the- going to be easier to clean the road tar off cuz it's a big flat surface rather than an intricate front end of a car and I I think I'd rather clean the road tar off. All right. Yeah. What if
1: there's actually here's actually, you know, this is this is what we should have done. Bugs or concrete? Anybody ever clean concrete?
0: Oh, yeah. I oh, hate concrete. concrete's terrible. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Good, Lucas. Let's change it. All right. The <laughs> bugs from Nick on the hyperclean specialist group or concrete
2: on the side? Bugs.
1: Still bugs. All right. Well, I tried. That's right. All right, Dustin, what about you, man?
2: Uh, You know, I can smell that picture. Oh, it's terrible. (laughs) Dude, I can smell it. Uh, I'm probably going with the concrete because you can take some water and white vinegar and help dissolve that concrete. And then worst case, you take like a little little tent squeegee or, you know, one of the little tools they use for vinyl. And you can just kind of push on that concrete after the vinegar has set in
0: and just push on a little bit of that concrete and it'll fall off. All right, no uh, dustin. For the most part, The ones that I've gotten up here that are cement trucks. Yeah, I I've never one. <laughs> I've tried every <laughs> kind of freaking white vinegar, apple cider vinegar, freaking wheel acid, boat wash, just about everything you can think of that would dissolve concrete and not one freaking thing would loosen it up other than just little freaking plastic scraper.
2: Ugh, that's one at miserable. A time. Yeah, we we had one in the other day. The concrete truck splat. I guess they dumped all the concrete that splattered on this Explorer. And so I was just out there with the white vinegar and the little the little scraper, just pushing it around. <laughs> so, and then the customer comes up when she drops it off, and the first thing she does is take her fingernail and starts pushing on this concrete, scratched it on the quarter panel only place that i had to that i had to break out a polisher on because of her fingernail
1: all right right, brandon what about you man you got a side full of concrete or a front grill and face of a giant cadillac that's been
3: plastered in bugs i thought that picture i thought it was a carpet on the front of that car it was pretty disgusting um but no the honestly one of my favorite products you guys make is the Hyperclean b it's now bug and i feel like that job wouldn't be as bad as people think using that product so i'd, I'd choose bugs because concrete's a concrete's a bitch
1: <laughs> but you're in the radiator you got to start getting intricate with a brush you're going to have to start working on that smell in the interior.
3: Well, with your hyper clean bug that you guys make, um, I've literally sprayed it, let it sit and just hosed everything off. And we get a lot of bugs because it's kind of muggy here. Um, And I feel like if I sprayed it in the radiator, I could hose most of it off too. But uh,
1: yeah, I'm just glad that wasn't me. That's all I know. I no, saw that, that too. And I went, golly, like. I'd nothing adulted. does it justice really nothing because he i think he said it on episode where we were talking about it, and then he posted it in that group and and i i i literally had nothing until i saw it and i go
5: oh,
3: oh. well don't get me wrong i'm not saying what he went through was easy because i've never been through a scenario like that i'm just saying your product makes bugs easy so i feel like it won't be as bad using that product but i don't know i've never experienced that
1: I, I do like what I enjoy about bees spraying it on polymer based, and then I can go straight into waterless, you know, you or rinseless, whichever off. way. Insane. Yeah.
3: I can just use it and wipe it off. It's nuts. Yeah. All yeah.
1: right. Uh, Joe Clean, what about you, man? Uh, if you've got a incredibly, na- I mean, we're talking, I don't know if you went to the, the specialist group and saw that photo, but I mean, this Cadillac is just destroyed in bugs or what? You might have seen some love bugs, right? There's a season of love bug season where if you get caught in the wrong spot, those cars are just plastered, covered. Or what about some concrete down the side somebody ran through and you got to clean that off? Would you rather do all the bugs or the concrete?
4: I'll take bugs for 125 there, (laughs) <laughs> because i let it soak for a while and then i become the fireman and i started just pressure washing the hell out of it and get as much cracks and crevices as i can get just had one on friday it was a jeep I, uh but it was so bad and it'd been on there so long it looked like it still had bugs after i took the bugs off because it ate into his clear coat so
1: it's that not, is that the worst right that. I, yeah. I like how many of those do you get where somebody go and this? I get it. And I go, ma'am, you know, I, I understand that you think that's a bug that's still on there. However, um, that, that bug actually ate into your clear coat and that's your scene. They go, well, but it looks like the bug. And I go, I get it. Like the splatter actually is eaten into your clear coat. The only thing we can do is you're going to need to go to a body shop to get this fixed told yep. the worst I told customer thing to that.
4: Yeah, I told him that before I started. I said it may have etched into your clear coat, so I'm gonna let you know that from the beginning. But we're gonna do it so it doesn't get worse. Is always my sales pitch, and I charge him a buck twenty-five because it was over the whole front end, in the grills on the side mirror, and it splattered on his driver door and passenger door. Bugs, when he went down to Miami Alligator Alley. So
1: yeah. All right. So how bad. bad are love bugs, man? I mean, how bad are they? they, they're bad right now. They're, they
4: caught me off. Like they caught me off guard. I wasn't prepared for the season and I started doing them for free after a little while because I didn't realize I was getting so many. And then this one, I'm like, damn, this must be love bug season. And sure enough, it's love bug season. So I started charging my 20, 40 and that guy was one twenty five, and he understood. So.
1: All right. So yep. during, during non-season, you just get them cleaned up. No problem. But because they become so bad, you actually begin to start charging just for bug removal.
4: Exactly. With the detail, but it's, it, it's an extra charge. Yeah, it's an upcharge.
1: And people don't, they didn't, they don't care.
4: Well, I have it on my flyer. I have it on my flyer, $20, $20 plus for love bug. So like I said, it starts off at 20 and then it goes to 40 And this one guy was just wanting to accept. He said, I don't care what it costs. And I took about 45 minutes just to do it, though. So it sucked, but I would rather still do love bugs than to do cement. Uh, Cement, sometimes you scratch the car and I got to pull out a polisher. I don't want to do that.
1: And this sometimes doesn't come off so easy. Exactly. I mean, (laughs) cement is not just always you just put some thinner or some solvent. Or I mean, has anybody ever used WD-40 and some of those weird tricks to get some of that stuff off? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's some random things that people run over that you got to use a lot of different tricks to try and figure out how to get it off. (sighs) Fortunately, though, I haven't been in love bug season and and when I've been driving through Florida, so I don't know what it's like to have love. I just hear horror stories, something about their acids are worse than other bugs. And is it because they're love bugs? They're always mating and that's why you hit them. then you get you basically get double the bug. If you run into love bugs, it's you're doubling it up. Not just one bug, it's two. They're fucking. so.
0: (laughs) Those things are
2: insane. Uh, So I I lived in Florida for a year and a half, and I was a diesel tech at the school bus garage, and I think they're attracted to bright colors. And so you're outside working on a bus, and those things are just swarming you, just smoking you in the side of the head, flying all over. Dude, it's insane uh so i i can feel your pain cleaning all the nasty things off on a daily basis
3: all right cooking with just... nick oh my bad go ahead brandon oh you're good i didn't mean to cut you off i was just gonna say i think they're just attracted to annoying people because even up here you'll be outside at night and one just flies into the side of your head out of nowhere um they're not fun at all <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh jesus
3: all right,
1: Nick, what about you, man? Give us a little update on your uh, your shrimp, and uh, what about you? you doing concrete and tar and all that stuff that people can run over, or are you cleaning bugs? Which one are you doing?
5: Um, I'll start with the food. Um, shrimp sawing, I'm making a compound butter to make this spicy and a Chipotle lime, shrimp, tequila thing. Doesn't um, <laughs> work. Um, All
1: right. Hold on, Nick. So are you actually putting tequila in or is it a flavoring or what is it?
5: Oh, hell yeah. It's going to be a flavoring and uh, it'll flame up very, very nicely when I go to throw it on the uh, pan later. All
1: right. So you throw on the tequila, it flames up, then does it, I mean, do you taste tequila in it? Oh,
5: hell yeah. It's it's one of the main flavors of the dish. It's, it's prominent. It's there. So what, what tequila do you use? i got
1: let's see i mean there's there's some good tequilas anybody enjoy tequilas any tequila anybody's like go-to or maybe you
5: know, it's side, side go-to. go-to you know
1: it's Nobody? mine
5: from all the i killed that bottle
1: in like
5: three days yeah. um that's yeah that's it's a good on. one yeah we're gonna flavor it with that um i'm doing bugs man that's what i got the most experience with Back in 2019 and part of 2020, we would get a significant number of our cars on trucks all the way from California, and back then, they were still studying um, the damage rates on the cars with wrap versus without wrap, so we'd get truckloads of eight cars from California all the way to Tennessee with no wrapping on them, and they come through Oklahoma, Arkansas, the desert with no wrapping, and you can imagine how many bugs and sand and bullshits on those cars, so we had to get really good at getting bugs off. So I got some experience with that, but I don't have all the, all the most experience with concrete. Um, but thinners and and uh, solvents and stuff, like the amount that I've had to use those at work, while it, while it is a lot, I've seen a lot of paint bubble. Um, and I don't know, for me, it's just more cut and dry and more straightforward to, to bugs. It seems like a more straightforward process and a more straightforward escalation scale to get bugs off. And you guys have them pretty good bug cleaner so it works out nicely and it's so satisfying to take like i I just looked at that picture um that nick posted that would be so satisfying to do especially like not only as a detailer doing that but a customer comes out and they get to see that just like melting away with that pressure washer man that would be satisfying to do for sure
1: it would be satisfying absolutely right absolutely right i agree well hopefully the uh I'm sure the shrimp's gonna turn out amazing. It always it always looks amazing. We're ready to see the let us know when the flame's coming and we'll we'll hop back over and watch flame oh, it flame it up. All see right. It. Cool. All right. So let's let's do this one. We're gonna move to the interior. And uh um anybody that has clean sand knows how terrible it is. Uh, And that's what's funny about, and we talked about this, anybody use that that, that popular video that's coming back out lately where people put down their DA polisher onto the, the floor and it just magically lifts all the sand, right? Like that's fun to see. You know, some people have said it works. Some people said it doesn't. But would you rather clean sand all month long or... There was a dog that had a little thing in the back and uh, it's not just a small pile, but it's not over the whole car where you got sand and, you know, people have been at the beach or whatever. They got sand It's it's in most of the car, but this dog, uh, it, you know, it, it ate something wrong and it's squirted and you got squirt over the back end of the vehicle. Let's say it's an SUV. So You don't have to clean sand out of the whole car, but you also got dog stuff that you got to worry about. And you can go, hey, listen, I could see easy. I get it out and change out my hoses and change out some stuff. So, would you rather the sand or the dog? Lucas?
0: Uh, I'm going with sand. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of poop. So I'm poop, not
1: a fan of poop either, but I'm not talking about sand. just a little bit of sand. I'm talking about, like, they were at the beach, they didn't give a fuck,
0: well, and it's the thing all is,
1: over the car.
0: In the state of Michigan, you cannot be more than 50 miles away from a beach. So literally every car is stuffed full of sand in the summer. And in the winter, we put down more sand and salt than God or man has ever seen. So even in the winter, we get a bunch of sand, but it's wet sand. So I deal with sand every day anyways, and it's not a big deal. Versus- I mean,
1: okay, great. That, so it's not a big deal. What's your process then, man? How do you get all that sand out? Because I see horror stories. And like I said, there's that super popular video. Um, and one of the fun times is, and I, I, I absolutely love what we've done on the podcast over the past four to five years And one of my favorite episodes was when I was (laughs) interviewing some guys at clean sand and they talked about how horrible it was, but you know, I get it. They're in the Cayman islands. So if if you guys ever go back and listen to that episode, I was on vacation with my family. People talk about burnout. I talk about, listen, you just find what you want to do with your life and, and run a business around it. You get to actually work from different places I was recording an episode while I was in the Cayman Islands with some detailers. I just, they said, Hey, what's your favorite beer? And they said, red stripe. I took them out some red stripe beer and we recorded a fun episode. Like it was a good time there. Could you imagine? I mean, you might have that much sand. I don't know. I'm from Oklahoma. I looked at them and I saw these cars and I went, Oh yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> I, I don't know how you would ever get that out. So what's your trick, man? How do you get sand out of carpets?
0: So number one is you got to have an oscillating air tool, whether it's a Vortex or tornado or one of the other brands. You know, one of the oscillating cone air tools is a must. That is the most effective way to get sand, schmutz, whatever it is in your carpet. That's the best way to get it out. If there's a lot, I'll do a quick vacuum to get the majority of the shit out. And if it's cheap carpet, I'll squirt a little uh, either interior cleaner on it. Or if it's really, really chintzy carpet, I'll squirt a little bit of uh, fabric softener diluted with just water on it. Now let's it a- say
1: it's Mazda carpet. Absolutely worst, right? Mazda is some of the worst carpet to clean. So it's Mazda carpet and you got sand all over it.
0: You're, I soak it, not soak it, but you know, mist it so that it gets wet. And then I take a towel to kind of shield the shield the blast coming off the air tool so it doesn't go all over the the interior trim and just start blasting i mean five minutes per like section of the car and you can have that carpet looking perfect with no sand in it follow up with a vacuum
1: i was going to say yeah it's a it's a lot of vacuum what about the anybody used have you used that uh you know a tornador and there's a couple other people that have come out with some that you hook up to your vacuum that does yeah, the air I, and the vacuum. At I tried the, same the velocity
0: time. vacuum. It's, it's kind of a piece of shit. I, I think they actually discontinued it or my, my tool, my, one of my distributors around here that has the truck that goes around. He, he uh, he told me they're discontinuing it or something because everyone hates it because it's, it works pretty good, but it's so clunky that you can't really use it in most cars because it doesn't, I mean, you can get like big sections, but any place where it's tighter or you got to move around. You got an air hose, a big clunky hand tool, and then a vacuum hose on top of it. So it's not a very ergonomical tool.
1: Well, if anybody doesn't know, an interesting Tornador, and that's why I think there's so many other knockoffs that ended up coming out after their patent expired. But Tornador, you know, of course it was an overseas built product, but there was there was a a a man and his wife that owned the rights to Tornador in the U S until ECP bought them out. And, you know, kudos to them because they built up the brand of Tornador here and then retired, you know, they, they did a great job. They were, they were great people to work with. I stopped working with Tornador after ECP bought them, So I never really, I think they came out with that tool, right at about that same transition over and i never used it before i some people say it's great but i'm with you it always seemed really clunky i i never never thought i could use it very well
0: yeah and i mean i it honestly probably the biggest thing that ever changed the way that i detailed because like i said we got every car comes in here with some level of sand whether it's summer or winter and it's it's crazy how much more i mean you can vacuum and brush with your drill brush all day and get it looking good but you hit it with the tornado afterwards, you're still going to blow all kinds of shit out of the carpet. So it's like, man, it just, it makes it faster. It makes it better. And it's, you're just holding a little air tool. It's, it's awesome. And I didn't believe in it for the longest time. And I kicked myself every day for going so long without one.
1: All right. Thanks, man. All right, Dustin, you got sand all over the entire vehicle. Or just a, a section in the back part of the suv where the dog had a moment there's a lot of work Uh, that goes into the moment but i don't know what do you think are you are you a dog or sand what are you doing
2: uh just give just give me the dog poo in the back i get it cleaned up real quick let the mighty do its work and move on with life i don't have the patience for sand (laughs) i mean i just blow that stuff everywhere with a tornado and uh, and move on. But I, I'll definitely take the dog poo with the mighty 8070, it'll be done in no time.
1: I do like the mighty extractors, that's the ones I've used forever. Uh, interesting. <laughs> so, this is funny as my wife has a, uh, a house cleaning business and needs to start getting into some carpet cleaning. I've got a mighty that I've had at the it was it was one that I had at the I would loan out to my my dealerships who, if they had a mighty that went down and we had to send it off to get repair, or I would fix some of the stuff with that would go on with Mighty's. Mighty's are pretty simple. There's things that you can fix. The little switches go out, um, but you can order those and those re- those switch out pretty easy. The motors and the pumps they can be. You could really do it pretty easily too. I mean they don't they, they don't take a lot of work they're really easy on maintenance um, so i had one that uh, it's the mighty light and so uh, for for our one year and for celebrating some stuff i i bought as it was it was funny this is the way we do things that <laughs> i didn't get her some crazy random gift I, I got her a carpet cleaning accessory tool that will match with my mighty so that then we can start cleaning carpets at houses for the houses that need the carpet cleaning. So I I've been a big, mighty fan. There's many people that put out and post in groups and ask about extractors. I always send people to mighty. I I think there's just the, maybe they're not the pristine elite, but they're, what would you call it? The Cadillac? I mean, it's the Ford. I mean, it's, they just produce so many of it and they're pretty good quality. I, what, what do you like about them?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, I like the pr- the price point is good. The customer. The price point it. is good. Yeah, the price point's great. I mean, I I think that the eighty seventy has now skyrocketed to like fifteen sixteen hundred dollars, um, but the price point's good. Parts are easily accessible. I've never had a single issue with my mighty, and I've had it for two and a half, maybe three years now, and the majority of what I run through it is just water. Um, never had an issue. I've sucked up everything from puke, poop, the, you know, you name, you name it. Uh, everything has went through their blood and haven't had a single issue with the machine. They're very well known. I mean, how long's mighty been around? Right. I, I mean, I feel like they're the OGs of extractors and, uh, uh as long as you take care of that machine, whether it's the three hundred, the eight, the eighty, seventy, whatever, it's going to take care of you. And those pumps are, you know, cheap, right? That's the, those are the main things that goes bad in them. But fortunately, two and a half years, I haven't had an issue.
1: Yeah, that is good. I, I agree. I think they're a great units. So, do you? You said you're a cold. This is where some people get into extraction, and there's some different theories you're a, I guess you're like me, you're a pre-treat, you do all your scrubbing, you put all your chemical down, and then you'll use just fresh water to pull up. There's some people that will put chemical into their, their, you know, their solution tank while they're sucking. What what do you do? Are you only water?
2: Yeah, so we, we pre-treat uh, with a pump sprayer on the real heavy stuff uh, with Hyper Clean APC, and then we'll go back with fresh water, because I found that you know, you use the chemical into your extractor and what happens when that pump, when that pump starts to dry out, it'll actually crystallize from the chemical on the inside. So that'll plug up like your tip and that's not good for the inside of the pump neither. So um, I've found that fresh water, you know, they'll last a lifetime, as long as you take care of them properly.
1: That's true. And if you got a product that's too much foam in it, Yeah. It's not good for the motor. You burn up your motors if you got too much foam. So I agree. I'm, I'm always fresh water myself. All right, Brandon, what about you, man? You got a a car full of sand. I mean, we're talking a shit ton of sand or you got a dog that, you know, left some stuff in the back. It's got a horrible smell. So you might actually have to do some odor remover too. What are you doing?
3: Are you doing the sand? Are you doing the dog? I've never dealt with poop. I've been pretty lucky. Um, I will say, Lucas had me cracking up. <laughs> what do you say? I don't I don't fuck with shit. Is that what he said?
0: <laughs> no, I said I'm not a fan of poop. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not into the poop stuff. Like that, that was pretty
3: <laughs> I was cracking up. But uh, I'd probably take the sand. I've never dealt with poop. And I don't think... I want to keep that going. I still That's don't want to do, deal with poop. So I'll deal with the sand. Have you cleaned sand? Yes. It's a nightmare. Um, I don't, we don't get a lot of sand here, uh, but we went on vacation and I rented a car. We went to ocean city and trying to clean all that sand out before we turn it in. Uh, it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. And it was Mazda carpet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I still think Mazda works worst. And, and here we get. So as the season begins to progress, you guys all have different types of grasses we have a grass here that's called bermuda grass and when bermuda grass gets into mazda carpet man it's it's terrible it's so hard to get out it's you think it's it's as bad as
3: bmw carpet because bmw carpet's a nightmare too it like holds everything in
1: yeah i mean let's be real i mean the worst carpet ever is tesla carpet
0: (laughs) No, I think the worst carpet ever is pretty much anything made after 2006. I wish they would cut costs on anything else but the carpet.
3: Well, why don't they engineer carpets for detailers and just make it a flat surface?
0: Like- exactly. <laughs> or, or like the nice thick piles of like the 90s and early 2000s. And some of like even the cheap, shitty economy cars had nice thick piles with.
1: Like, Lucas, mm-hmm. could you have imagined, let's, let's go back in the day. You've seen those shag carpets that some people oh, yeah. had in their cars in the eighties oh, yeah. and the seventies. Could you imagine trying to clean that?
3: Doing Cheech Marin's car and Cheech and Chong?
1: Uh no, thank you. No, thank you. All right, Nick, I, we got a flame going. It looks like you got the te- tequila on fire. I do. How's everything rolling?
5: This is going to be good, man. I'll
1: give you a money shot
5: real quick. Mm. <laughs> Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it does look good. That's does so look good, man. It's oh, um, like they're about ready. I'm
0: looking forward to hanging out with Nick next weekend because, uh, man.
5: I got some spots, man. I got some spots in the works. Mm. I went to one last night to try, and it was – you won't like it. He, he, I'm, ready. I'm, I'm gonna try and take you back you, you gonna like it right. you're, uh, going, you're going
1: into the, to the
5: yeah the Tennessee I'm, area? I'm spending uh
0: next weekend out and down in nashville
1: sweet Woo! man awesome
0: yeah I figure while Wanna i'm be... down there i should link up with nick
1: oh yeah. yeah definitely that's awesome hopefully you guys have fun cool man community
2: community.
5: community wow all right nick what about you man are you if doing sand? sand? Like, when you clean sand, there's like always, at least in my experience, it's, it's just like a rabbit hole, man. Like, you clean and you clean and you clean, and you're always going to find more. The, the more you try, there's like the worse it's going to get, and it just gets worse and worse for me. But to me, there's like a finite amount of dog shit that a dog can shit. You know what I mean? Like, just suck up the dry material, pre-treat it with... Uh, Protein stain remover, suck it up, extract it, ozone remover, 45 minutes to an hour, you're done. Like, there's a simple cut and dry process to that, that, you know, say it's it's limited to just the back of a car, say it's a Kia Soul, um, you got a boxer and he just emptied his bowels, you know, do it like a quart of like, you know, whatever, ate, you know, drank this whole thing of avocado oil or whatever, you know, there's only so much, you know, there, but like, yeah just like yeah i already said it like suck up your stuff pre it with a protein sand and over to chemically get at it not just the material but the smell extract it ozone generator to kill the rest of it you good
0: all right i got a question yeah high five. i don't know how to do that the, the hand up thing on the laptop um so, have you guys ever dealt with one of those infinity floor mats where no how much, no matter how much you blast it up with the pressure washer or the extractor, no matter how much time you spend on it, it just keeps coming out black and dark brown because there's so much in it.
1: Yeah, I, I have no doubt.
0: Every Are now and think? then, yeah, I call them the infinity floor mat because it's those floor mats where no, no matter how much water you put through it, it's just gonna keep producing dirt.
1: Yeah, we have red clay.
0: What's that?
5: You pull and die out of it?
0: No, no, I'm talking like a floor mat with so much dirt and shit loaded in it because it's never been vacuumed a day in its life that no matter how much you blast it with your pressure washer or suck it with your extractor, it's going to pull more and more out and it won't stop. Kind of like you're talking.
1: The dirt here and the red clay and the stuff and especially if somebody, you know, is regularly, you know, using their vehicle and they're out, maybe it's a construction guy or a... Uh, you know, we would, we would clean vehicles for, you know, um, the guy that owned the construction company or, you know, one of those top guys that would have to go out and check on things and they would get back in their vehicle. Oh yeah. You know, you get almost started to get caked in and mm-hmm. it would build itself in and yeah, that you could spray it and spray it and spray it. Fortunately, those people would generally, and this, I, I actually enjoy, cleaning the nastier cars than the not so nasty cars, because usually those people go, we totally get it. We understand like you couldn't get all the sand out or you couldn't get all the dirt out because it was caked in and he totally got it and he would understand. And they'd be like, great. looks, looks great. Carpets. No problem. I get it. Everything else looked great.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I have a client every couple of months in, um, he brings me and his wife's car back to back for, they're both Audis, newer Audis. Every couple months I do, you know, interior freshening up on them and an outside. And every time he I pull them in the shop, I open the doors and I'm like, huh, what am I supposed to do? It's just, you guys even drive these things? Like they're like, I could take before pe- after pictures and the befores would probably look cleaner. Cause I, so it's like quick vacuum and I'll wipe the dust off. And it's like, I really hope he's happy with this because like do I still go the whole way or like what I you know it's just I, I like the dirty ones too because you don't necessarily cut corners, but you can make a difference that the customer can see.
1: Well, and if they would if they would use the mobile service or come into the wash or you know, come into the shop now or whatever, and then they're clean, you go, Well, why are you here? Holy shit. And they're like, Oh, it's filthy, and you look inside mm-hmm. and you go, What the hell? Like, I would I would live in here it's so clean. Like, oh, God, if this is filthy to them, holy shit, what, what are they expecting when it's done? You know, like, mm-hmm. hmm, I don't know. All right, guys, that was a lot of fun. Thanks so much for playing the game with me. Maybe we'll try that again, and uh, we'll, we'll have some more fun times with that. So I really appreciate, like we said earlier, you know, I look forward to the community pub every week. I enjoy grabbing a beer with you guys and enjoying my time. So really appreciate it. Here's the community. Thanks so much.
2: Eddie.
1: Lucas, great time. Dustin, really appreciate it. Brandon, always a pleasure. And I'm really still always digging that, that new cut that you got. Nick, uh, we'll make sure to check out your food. The, uh, the shrimp look shrimp looked amazing and the love, uh, love. I I've never, I've never lit liquor on fire like that. Maybe one day I'll try. So.
5: pretty fun. You should do it. I should. All right, guys. Hey. Oh, real quick. Today is two years. I've been on the Pice Polishing podcast to the week. I want to say thank y'all. This has been a fucking journey and I can't wait to do this every week for like ever. This has been sick.
1: That's awesome, Nick. Thanks so much, man. All right, you guys have a great week. I really appreciate it.